Welcome to the High Profit Event Show. My name is Rudy Rodriguez, founder of the Virtual Event Sales Team and Wingman Coaching Worldwide. We provide world-class sales support services with integrity. And on this podcast, we interview successful event leaders and service providers that have led or supported profitable events online and off. Each episode will run for about 20 to 30 minutes, so stay tuned. Hello, my name is Charlotte Chalkley. I am CEO and founder of the Secrets of Selling Academy. And on this episode, I am here to talk to you about how you can convert 60% of your attendees into a 25K program at your next live event. Hi, I'm Rudy Rodriguez and welcome to today's episode of the High Profit Event Show. On today's episode, we have a, a really special guest, Ms. Charlotte Chalkley. Welcome to the show, Hello. <laughs> yes, uh, Charlie and I actually, we go back about a little over five years now. We, uh, we met in the sales industry, um, worked together on project. She was one of the, uh, the top performers on that particular project that we worked on. And, and Charlie went on actually to start her own sales training academy and building teams, sales teams of herself, which she's going to share with us today on you know, how she was able to um, create processes to convert 60% of attendees into a 25k or higher program. And I'm really excited to jump into that. Before we do, I want to share a couple of really cool bio points about Charlotte, really interesting things. First and foremost, when I met Charlotte, the number one thing that jumped out to me was the fact that she was the first non-officer female to jump out of an aircraft for the British uh, Army. And uh, so she's part of the airborne unit, the first non-commissioned officer to do it. And, uh, and since then, many, many women have uh, joined the ranks, which is really cool to know that you're a pioneer in that space. Um, you're also a qualified hypnotherapist. You've been doing that for over 20 years, and you run a pretty successful hypnotherapy practice that you've integrated along with your sales training to help people reach higher levels of performance in their business and lives, which is really cool. And, uh, and you have a background in criminology and, uh, and psychology. So... You got a lot of credentials, a lot of really interesting life experiences, and a lot of results to show for it. So welcome, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. And before we start anything, actually, I, the whole, the, the, the sales side of things is all down to you, Rudy. So, and wow, who would have thought five years ago I would be sitting here with my own company having this conversation with you? Yeah, pretty cool, huh? <laughs> Very cool. This is what's possible. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's what's possible. And uh, yeah, and curious uh, to hear, you know, I know you have a lot of expertise to share with our audience. And, uh, and I'm curious, if I'm ready to take notes myself. Um, you know, share with us a little bit about the journey you've been on in the last five years and, and the skills that you developed and how you've been able to produce that type of result for, uh, for some of the teams that you worked with. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I started off five years ago with, with wingman with Rudy um, and uh, was the top coach for the, the team that I was on. Um, from that, I realized I could build my own business. Like the sales conversation for me to this day is still the key to any business. Um, and so I, I put that into my hypnotherapy business um, and grew my hypnotherapy business and at the same time was asked to set up some sales teams 
um, for other people, which I I kind of threw together <laughs> um, and grew from there. And from there, I mean, like, I don't know about you, Rudy, but when you're running teams for other people, um, getting good sales coaches is really hard. Um, and so my skills as a hypnotherapist really came in useful there. And I set it up, I, I set it up, I set up <laughs> the secrets of selling academy where people could come in and join the academy and I would help them build their own businesses. And at the same time, for those of them that were good and worked hard and were really enjoyed this sales process, they would have the opportunity to get onto one of the teams that I was running um, and become a sales coach. And, you know, I've had over the last two years, three years, um, coaches earning 15,000 a month, 20,000 a month on a regular basis. And my clients that I've been running the sales teams for making multiple millions for them through my sales coaches so it's it all kind of happened organically but it certainly grew into this kind of united system that I have now awesome thank you for sharing that Charlotte and uh and you know our audience here are event leaders you know men and women who run events many of them have their own high-end uh, education type programs that they uh, run and manage themselves and you had some success earlier this year, I think it was February this year with the live events, I think you said in Florida, where, uh, you know, it was a smaller room, about 100 attendees. Um, you and, and your client and team that you uh, were working with, you were able to convert quite a few of those people in the room into uh, 25K uh, mentorship type programs. So can you kind of break that apart for us and kind of take us through A through Z? Because I know that's what our audience is super curious to, to hear yeah cool so i it really is um the the harmony i think between the event leaders and the sales team uh there yeah. needs to be great communication there um you know huddles every day um being able to feedback information for the the clients that are at the event that certainly made a huge difference for us um as a sales team um, and also for the event leaders, they found it very useful to, to know, you know, where people were at in the individual process who were at the event and were able to help people through their, through their process, which then, of course, reflected back to us and, and made the, the whole process very smooth. Um, so I'd say that's, that's the, the biggest thing, um, making sure that coaches the sales coaches that are there, they have their space and they're kind of, you know, a little bit protected in their space. That they're just doing the sales calls um, and that they're able to, you have other people there supporting, able to take those clients once they've had their coaching session and sign contracts, take payments, that kind of thing. Um, those, were the, those are the main key things did you want me to go into that a little bit more detail? Yeah, I mean, I, what I'm hearing you say is the, the, the major value out of actually having a proper sales team and an event is it helps the event leader um, have support where they can know where people are at in their journey and their buying decision because 
attendees have a de dedicated people that are assigned to them and they're having private conversations and notes are being taken, reports are being made and when sales happen, um, also contracts are being signed, payments are being taken, all of that um, without you know, the host having to be the person that's doing them for save themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's so much going on at live events, you know, for the event leaders, there's so much that they need to concentrate on and focus on. They need to be able to do that and be able to be fully focused and at the same time feel safe, you know, comfortable that, okay, like Charlotte or whoever it is, has, has got this and I can go and find out and the information that I'm getting is accurate, it's up to date, statistics are, you know, constantly up to date as well and being reported back. Yeah, yeah, and Charlotte, how would you say that that's distinctly different from just having people in the back of the room that are taking orders? Like, because I know sometimes people think of a sales team as people that are just hanging out in the back of the room and they're just volunteers and helping out and taking orders. How is that distinctly different? Yeah, that very different. It's very different. It's uh, for me personally. Um, I think that part of it is is not so good of a customer journey, right? It's it's spontaneous. It might happen at odd times, and they might miss something important in the event, but. If they know that they've got a specific session, they're going to have their very own coach as well, and it's at that specific time, then it's for me, in my experience, it, it, the results have been way more effective than just people hanging out in the back of the room, just generally chatting to people. The, the commitment of the client is not so strong as if you know this is the here's the process you come in you sit down you, you go through the process and you can really get into the commitment of the client where where they're at now where they want to be where's the gap um, and how solutions to filling that gap so that they can get to where they want to be I think that just people standing in the back of the room uh, it's very hard to have an authentic in-depth conversation with people. Yeah, I agree 100%. And, and that's like one of the common misperceptions. Um, I think we're, I think a little bit of education goes a long ways for people um, because they have it like, oh, I'm just going to have people who are my fans or my volunteers or people who've done my programs. They're going to be the best ambassadors for the program. Let me just have them stand in the back and help out. And um, there's just so many inefficiencies. <laughs> in that um, or points that can be optimized when you have a professional a professional team that is actively managing those conversations like you said with proper statistics and proper timing and proper agendas and being able to individually handle people's uh, concerns yeah. and answer their questions individually goes along with that that's what allowed you to convert over 60 percent of room into yeah, absolutely. Everybody's following one process, one system. The clients are following one process, one system. The sales coaches are following one process, one system. And that means that the event leader can follow one process, one system too. And I think, didn't we even do an event where they had sales coaches just hanging around at the back of the room? Uh, I can't remember if that was with you or not, but we, it was, and we didn't. 
we had we had a process we where we were sat and we were working with people in in the system that we use and that I, I think the retention after the event is affected as well by just having people hanging around in the back of the room and people are all in the excitement of the moment like yeah okay and maybe don't take much work um but after the event when all the doubts come in if they haven't had a solid meaningful conversation they will get home and they will change their mind and and they're gone and you've lost them fear sets in that's it right there it's one thing to have somebody verbally commit from the scientific community and it's positive nothing's going to actually come to the program and see it through <laughs> pay their balances you know, and and be there a year later as a happy customer, <laughs> and maybe renew successful <laughs> and successful, right? And I I find that, and I'm sorry, I'm pulling the curtain back here a little bit, <laughs> but many event leaders, uh, and no offense to anyone listening to this, this is you. It's not your fault. You haven't had a professional team doing this for you yet, maybe. But uh, oftentimes we, we get they get preliminary numbers. It's like, oh, we had. 80% of people go to the back of the room. So that means 80% of people bought our 10K program or whatever. And so now they're reporting, you know, a million dollars worth of sales based off of promises. But then a month later, when they actually look at the cash in the bank, it's like, oh, it looks like more like 10% of people <laughs> actually bought. Yeah, it's like the perception of it versus the reality of it. And uh, and when you have a professional team in place, you're able to um, fill in... Yeah, the same which fill in the cracks, like not lose out on that on that opportunity and to reinforce those buying decisions beyond the event, prevent the buyer's remorse, prevent people from backing out, all the refunds, because like you said, they had a proper conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And and I really believe that if you're offering um, high ticket things and and a coaching process of that, that it's a very clear organized process that all the sales coaches are following the same process so that the client has an awesome experience and that all the clients because we know they'll all go and sit down for lunch and they'll all talk about their coaching sessions that they talk about these sessions positively and that they've all had a similar obviously it's not going to be exactly the same but they've had a similar process so that one person doesn't feel like that they've got more or less than another person. I've seen that happen quite a lot, and actually, and um, not even at live events, but just the sales process in general. Somebody says, oh, yeah, my coach said that I could do this, or I got this discount or whatever, um, and it hasn't been understood properly. And then all of a sudden, you've got 10 unhappy clients all asking for a refund. So it's, it's important, you know? That's another really good point. All the all the whole teams train the same standard, right? So that everyone is one united voice. That there is miscommunication, the mispromises that are being made to the customers, and then all of a sudden you get complaints, and then people are backing out, right? And uh, and that comes down to training, right? And not just having a bunch of volunteers in the back of the room, but proper education, proper training, proper reinforcement. That comes with having a professional trainer, professional team, and uh, and Charlie, that's also what you do. You know, you are a trainer, you are a teacher um, of these concepts, of these principles, and you ensure that people know what to say, when to say it. 
exactly to get the appropriate outcome yeah totally i mean there's so much to having a conversation any conversation whether it's a sales conversation whether it's a discussion uh, it doesn't matter discussions are sales conversations you are trying to convince somebody of your opinion the other person is trying to convince you of their opinion they're trying to sell you their their perception and and that's what the sales conversation is and there's so much that goes into it there's there's powerful words um there's words that are damaging uh there's body language there's tone of voice there's little slight movements that people make that can give you clues as to what's really going on because the words a lot of the time is not what's really going on and it's not what they're we really want to get to either you know so so part of my training again this is where the psychotherapy and hypnotherapy really comes in is being able to read those things and being able to get underneath all this surface level stuff that they they come to the session with and get what's really stuck what's really in their heart what's really preventing them from moving forwards mm-hmm. yeah i like the extra you know, add that with the hypnotherapy that you do. Oh, by the way, I'm a big fan of hypnotherapy. I became one in the last couple of years with my own experiences around it. And uh, it's definitely a major value add to have a trainer that also can help use hypnotherapy to help remove those conscious blocks that hold people back, hold sales professionals back as well as mm-hmm. uh, participants or attendees. Charlie, I'm curious to hear, what would you say are three of like, common mistakes that you see that are made by event leaders uh, when it comes to uh, having a team in the back of the room and selling their their high ticket program what are like three of the most common mistakes that that you've seen and how do we avoid them yeah well i think the major one you already pointed out is having people that aren't professionally trained in you know people and and having conversations um even if it's not in sales, right? A lot of the time, they don't even have that. (laughs) Um, And providing um, or seeing the value of having a sales team there, a professional sales team there, rather than just people standing at the back of the room. Um, Just that the conversion, it's not only that the conversions will be better by doing that, it's that, um, the clients will have a better journey. You'll have less people wanting refunds and you'll collect more cash at the event. So um, I think another big mistake that event leaders make is if you are doing high ticket, having some kind of financing people there at the event. I know that going off a little bit here, um, but that's a, a major thing that I see. Um, and a financing company that can actually help bring some cash to the event. Yeah, so you're collecting cash at the event. Um, and then the major thing that I see event leaders do is not creating the urgency for the high ticket sales. So not having um, um, some kind of special offer on that's valid just for the event um, or offering, you know, if people put down a certain amount at the event that they get this bonus or something like that. Usually 
like they just come and say, yeah, here's my high ticket offer. Um, this is what you're going to sell. But and at the event is great because you obviously you build the emotion, you build the momentum of it, which is great. Um, and people say yes, but if there's no urgency for them to, to put down some serious money whilst they're there, I see that um, they leave the events having you know really high percentage of people saying yes, but very little money in the bank. Um, and then it's of course you leave the event, and then it's very hard. <laughs> to get that money so I think that that would be a major one for me yeah big it was a quick recap don't use volunteers have a professional team because you will have you will collect more cash and get less refunds to have a financing uh, person or people at the event who can bring cash to the event aka get people help people get access to cash uh and three uh the common mistake is not creating enough urgency around the high ticket program the incentives to the logical and emotional reasons to buy right now. And then, and then having to try to chase people up after the event. And then it's too late at that point. Perfect recap. <laughs> Excellent. Sure. This has been, uh, you know, short and sweet. I think you hit some really great um, points here that are helpful for our audience to tune into. If our audience would like to uh, learn more about you, what you do, what would be the best way for them to uh, to learn about you. Yeah, um, you can visit my website, which is charlottechalkley.com. Um, I have a Facebook group um, for the uh, Six Figure Life Coaches Academy. Um, and then from there, that's a free group. And then from there, for anybody that's interested in contacting me for more personal stuff, if they're either interested in sales coaching or having a team, then you can contact me through there. Okay, excellent. We'll be sure to include that in our show notes as well for our audience. And uh, thank you for being a wonderful guest on today's show. And uh, and I highly recommend if you're for our audience listening in, check out Charlotte's work. She has a great academy. I, I, I've looked at it myself. So it's really sleek, professional. And uh, and Charlie, you live in the UK or no, you're in Spain, but you're from the UK. So you're in Europe. Some yes. people in our audience may be like, oh, somebody from Europe. Okay, that's someone, you know, some, someone to connect with. So, <laughs> yes, perfect. Yeah. And I have, yeah, I have teams uh, all over actually, and sales coaches all over as well, and different speaking, uh, different language speaking coaches too. So, very cool. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you again, Charlotte, for being a wonderful guest on our show today. And I uh, appreciate you. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll go ahead and we'll call it a wrap. Thank you. Thank you, Rudy. I really, really enjoyed this. I love discussing all this stuff. And thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, it's been fun. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the High Profit Event Show. If you are a seminar leader or thought leader or event service provider who has led or supported profitable, successful events to over 100 people and you've been effective at enrollment into your high-end coaching, education, mastermind tech programs, we're looking for guests. Love to have you on the show. You can go to our website, virtualeventsalesteam.com, click on the podcast tab and submit an application to be on our show. Also, if you found the show to be valuable, share it with someone who you think might benefit from it. Take a moment, please leave a review and also subscribe if you haven't already. 
And lastly, if you have an upcoming uh, event, whether it be virtual or in person, and you'd like to have a conversation about how to fill your coaching, education, mastermind programs fast using events, you're welcome to book a complimentary 15-minute uh, consult with either myself or a member of my team on our website, virtualeventsalesteam.com. Again, this is Rudy Rodriguez, and congratulations on investing the time to listen to this episode. I hope it's been valuable. Have a great day. Oh, 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 oh,